0: many people like my family we haven't seen my nephew in two years and my niece hasn't seen her son in eight months they took him out of town and the father did but the painful part that i think uh mr davis is this i know we ain't the only ones
1: Child Protective Services and Wynn. I'm Attorney Vince Davis and we're on with forensic social worker Terry Greenstein. Terry, you ready to take another call? Sure am. Okay, let's go with Cam from West West Athens, California.
0: Good evening, both of you gentlemen. Good evening. How are you doing?
1: Good evening. Did you have a story to tell or a question to ask?
0: Well, um, first off, let me start off by saying it, um, what you do and what you gentlemen do should no longer be a secret, because there's so many families that are affected. And the story I just want to tell you is, I mean, I'm, I'm in a caring, loving family. Two years ago, a law was used against my niece called the uh, "Failure to protect. And what I noticed when we started researching the law, that the law basically entraps the all over the nation. But the most painful thing is that I don't understand is that this gentleman, and I can't even call him a gentleman, he threatened our family from the beginning two years ago, and he wound up going to prison for like 14 months. But when he got out, he made a promise that he was going to F our family up. I'm not going to use that word, but he did exactly what he chose to do. So he used BCFS. But the most painful thing was BCFS, not only did they believe him, but they started coming to our, our community, our home, and basically terror police, like you said. And it's interesting. I heard you know on the last call where the person said, "Don't answer the door" or or whatever. That's easy to say. my nephew in two years, and my niece has not seen her son in eight months. They took him out of town, and the father did. But the painful part that I think, uh, Mr. Davis, is this, I know we ain't the only ones, and I've been trying to have meetings, and I promise I'm going to have a meeting where we're going to discuss everything that you speak on your show, and my community needs to know in person on what do you do, how do you do it, how we deal with it, because if you can't afford an attorney, those those attorneys that we had, my niece had down at a federal court, they don't even have time to look you in the eye. No, let's listen to you. So, you know, the, the question that I'm asking you tonight is what? My my family is going through terror, holy terror, by DCSS. And I'm asking anybody that's out there, what, what do you do to help a family that's going through this? Other than, you know, we don't have a bunch of money, we don't have a bunch of resources, but what do you do to help families that are going through this what kind of madness when you're up against these CFS? What, what can we do now that we've already, already taken the kid, we're still working on trying to get him back? But how, how do we deal with this pain and stress Wow, we don't we're in limbo what what are
1: your suggestions that we do you know you ask a very good question because a lot of people that call me don't have the resources to hire private attorneys and the private experts um like Mr. Greenstein and myself um the thing that we do is um I stress education for people um I try to put out uh, videos on YouTube I've written a book about uh fighting CPS and uh, you can get that free at at our website or Call in and they'll mail a book to you. But, you know, I used to do this a lot, and I am going to tell you this now. I can't speak for Terry, but if you have or organize meetings, and a lot of people used to organize meetings, and they would use the public uh, rec center at the local park in their community, and they would set it up with chairs and, you know, a table or two, and I'd come in and, and speak to the community answer questions for, you know, a couple hours, and I don't mind doing that. As a matter of fact, I could do that, you know, several times a week, and that's free. It's it's no charge, and I usually come out and I give out my book for free, and, you know, but you have to educate yourself because yeah. in a lot of communities, uh, the social workers, this is my humble opinion, um, kind of prey on the, the community there because they don't know what the law is, They don't have the resources to hire, you know, an experienced attorney. And so they just take advantage of that situation. But in places where um, I go and I speak, you know, sometimes churches will have invited me to go speak, you know, on Sundays to the congregation during the service. So I can, you know, give you a lot of information. Um, There are other attorneys out there that are willing to do that as well. Um, I have colleagues and we've talked about it before. Um, You got to get education, you got to get your information, you got to know your rights. So that's what I think that you you can do.
0: I I need to ask you this question though. Mm -hmm. When when it comes to a specific area, I've been told more than once, the 90044 area where we go um, on um, 83rd in Vermont, like Manchester, that's that's the most, uh, as, as far as taking kids out of the home for, you know, nefarious reasons. And I found two ex-workers that want to talk to you because they know where all the things and all the bones are hiding. And what they were telling me was that they they didn't agree with some of the things. But this is the thing that I want to know: how can we get our elected officials or anybody to focus on that area? Because I was told that they wouldn't do that on the west side. To the, on, the, on the West LA, Malibu, and any other places, they do not do that. Too. Right. So, I mean, and, and how we'll, do you, How do we make, bring attention? Okay, let me t- let me
1: tell you how to do it. Okay. This will give you as much power as the West Side or anywhere else in Los Angeles County. You you ready for this?
0: I'm listening. I'm ready.
1: You have to vote. You have to organize people in groups and vote. Okay, so 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 historically and I'm not talking recently, but historically in certain communities, they feel disenfranchised. And that's because they don't vote. So politicians don't pay attention to what they're saying or what's happening to them. Imagine if you could get 50,000 people in your community to vote for the judges who are pro-family. Imagine if you could get 50,000 people together to vote for state legislators in your community. Imagine what would happen. You could elect the people that will protect you, that will change laws, and that will give you a fair shot no matter who you are. So that is what you need to do. And a lot of times, a lot of times on this show, I talk to people about forming voting blocks or getting people together uh, state by state, county by county, you know, instead of, you know, always complaining. Look, I know you're preaching to the choir. I know what's happening. I've been seeing it for the past 28 years. So. Vote, organize people to vote, make sure that your candidate is going to be sensitive to these DCFS and CPS issues. Terry, were you going to say something?
0: Yeah, I was going
1: to just say, you know, you can call your local supervisor for that area or your councilman and get to know the people in the office, you know, and ask for an appointment at some time. You know, start locally, you know, but educate yourself. You really have to educate yourself, especially on candidates, you know. So I think what Vince is saying is fantastic, but you can also move on the uh, community level. You know, if you get some people together and, you know, you get that, uh, that community room for free one afternoon or one evening, I'll come out and speak to your group. For free.
0: Okay, well, I'll make a challenge to you. Go ahead. If, if you know, I'm I'm trying my hardest to get my my nephew before my mother has a heart attack or pass away. She doesn't deserve to suffer. But I'm already putting together some team meetings and organizations. So we met Wednesday. Um it's a program called Ceasefire, Fire. And what they do what's interesting is the 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 chief of police was there because they found out that we've been telling them for years that the gang files were being used against regular folks. Well, it came out that not only did they find out to be true, so now I'm trying to focus on our children and our families and say, well, we've been telling you this is that and that. So my challenge is I want to fight hard to get my, the peace with my family, and I'll, I'm going to do everything in my power to put together those meetings and then so we'll be able to know who to vote for, how to vote, but I have two parks, and and two local, you know, congressional offices that I have access to. But I'll do everything in my power to help any and everybody in our community. If we could get help from my family too, you know, I help everybody. I coach, I mentor, I do all kind of work in the community. Okay. And I, I, I just, we just need help, sir. So I'll do anything in my power to help.
1: Okay, Cam. I got to so cut I thank you, you off
0: guys so much for what you do and keep, you know, keep doing what you're doing, please. Okay? All right.
1: Thank you for calling and listening and keep listening to us every week on the radio. We're going to take another break right now. Pay some bills. This is The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services and When.